0: Because that's important Absolutely. in our life, uh, yeah. this brotherhood Absolutely. that you're promoting. Absolutely, it, the comparison game sucks. You're, it's always a lose;
1: like you're just you're just gonna lose it. Be, and here's the reason why. And, and I want you, I want your listener to be very clear with this. The reason why the comparison game you will always lose is because you're not them. That's right. That's the whole thing. You're not them, so stop trying to be them. Like, don't be your dad. Don't be your mom. Don't be this. Don't be like. Don't be, don't be that
0: stuff. You just be you. That's it. I hope you're ready for today's episode of Dead America. Doing na nah, Let's get into this. Today we are with Clay Smeltzer. He is the founder of the Purpose Infused Coaching, and also it is a podcast. So Clay, would you please introduce yourself? Let people know just a little more about your background and a little more about your podcast, please.
1: Absolutely. Well, I first want to say I appreciate what you're doing with the Dead America podcast and, and impacting people and stuff like that, too. So I first want to say that because it's awesome. I've listened to a bunch of episodes and, and I got a ton of value out of it. So, but my name is Clay Smeltzer. I'm from York, PA. And uh, here's what I, here's who I am I help people own themselves, love their story, and live with purpose. How I do that is through Purpose-Infused Coaching or the Purpose-Infused Brotherhood, which is bringing men together that are like-minded, who are successful, who are achievers, uh, who are out there doing the everyday thing. Uh, And what we do is we build battle bond together so that we can be the best version of ourselves for ourselves, for our families, for our careers, and for our communities. I love the phrase, blossom where you're planted. And really, that's what we're doing is, is bringing men together all around the country. And we're we're right now we're in uh, the United States and in Canada. And uh, we're bringing men from all over North America together, just to blossom where they're planted so that we get rid of all this noisy shit that we've been hearing for the last two years in in the world. And it's time in 2022 to go out and make a different path, be purposeful, be powerful, be the best version of ourselves, and go kick some butt. And uh, that's, that's really what we're about. And just having those conversations, those real conversations uh, that men need to have and having that space where I'm never going to tell you who you need to be, but I will sit here and I will support you so that you are the best version of yourself and you stay accountable accountable, and take ownership of what you said you were going to be. And so that way you're aligning, aligning your life to who you are and the life you actually really want to live because we as men, we, we've kind of gotten out of that is
0: living the life that we actually really want to live aligned to who you actually are. That is so true, Clay. We are so far from our path. And I, I was honored to be able to join you on your webinar. And mm-hmm. this is powerful people. You have to get a hold of Clay and you will have the contact details in the show notes. And I'm sure Clay is going to tell mm-hmm. you at the end of the show. Yep. But how did you come up with this process to bring brothers together like you have done, Clay? Well, for me, it started with me first. <laughs> I always say
1: you got to lead one to lead many. And I couldn't lead myself at 35 years old, <laughs> you know, and it yeah. was that was that was five years ago. So I'm 40 now. Uh, I've done a lot of change and a lot of growing. Uh, and I went internal for it, you know, and, and that's where. I've always been a high achiever. I've always been somebody who's been super active. Uh, I'm an athlete. I grew up. I chased the major leagues. Um, my career in that ended when I broke my thumb uh, in college. Uh, so my career was ended. My, my I did that my freshman year. So my sophomore year, I came back and they're like, "Dude, you can't, you can't do this anymore, man." And I'm like, "Ah, no, no, I can, I can." And uh, I went out and uh, I still tried, uh, but it got to the point where I couldn't swing a bat. Uh, hold, I, su- I could swing a bat holding it with two hands. I'd end up swinging with one and I could not catch a baseball and I'm like, well, I can't play baseball if I can't swing a bat and hold my hand. So I had to give up that dream. Uh, and from then was really the start of kind of, I didn't know who I was. You know, I walked through, that was at 20 years old. Uh, and until 35, 35, I was in my basement here in my office. Uh, we were watching, my wife and I were watching game of Thrones. Um, we were, at, have you ever watched game of Thrones? Ed? I have not. Okay. So you I looked it, into but, it, <laughs>
0: find
1: out what it was. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's pretty cool. It got a little weird there. Uh, but for me, it sent me it, one of the episodes sent me into a panic attack. And uh, that was a point in time in my life where the shit hit the fan and I was like, <laughs> something has to change. Yeah. Uh, I believe men change and, and really men and women change for two reasons. One because something is that bad in your life. You have to, you sit there and go, you look in the mirror and it's time to change. Or there's something so great out in front of you that you actually want to make that change. For me, uh, and I think for a lot of people, is when this shit hits the fan, you're like, oh, shit, something has to happen. And that was for me. That moment right there, sitting on the couch, being in a complete panic attack with my wife sleeping on my shoulder. Like, I don't know how she was sleeping with her Game of Thrones, but she did. It was okay. But I'm glad she did because at that point in time, I was super. I was super ashamed. I was super embarrassed. I mean, she was sleeping. I was sweating, feeling like I was going to throw up or or have something else because anxiety hits me physically uh, big time. And looking at that, like I kind of did this outside looking in thing, you know, like you see like on movies when people die and their, their spirit comes up and and looks at that was for me, like in that moment, there wasn't yeah. a mirror in front of me, but I was looking at myself as this, this to me, this I I have. One of the activities that I do is is best self, worst self. My worst self is called Wimpy Wuss, and that's who I saw. I saw Wimpy Wuss over there. My my best self is badass beast, but Wimpy Wuss was sitting on that couch. I was looking at the dude, like sweating, I mean profusely sweating, all kinds of like emotionally. I was so ashamed. Um, And it started – all of that came to a forefront then, but it started way back when baseball was done because I was Clay Smeltzer chasing the major leagues. Well, when that was done, who was Clay Smelter now? I had no clue. I had no idea who I was. You know, I would be like, well, people would ask me, like, you know, I'm sure they've asked you before, like, Ed, hey, who's Ed? And you're like, hey, you know, who's Clay? I'm a teacher. I'm a dad. I'm a husband. Like, no, no, no. Like, that's not who I am. Those are things that I do. But who are you? Who are you really? Like, when you break it down and say, hey, this, this, and this, who are you? That's why at the intro here, who am I? Well, I help people own themselves, love their story, and live with purpose. Why? Because I do that for myself. That is my purpose. I know exactly why I'm here on this earth. And I had to go through the shit to figure it out. And I had to go through the work to do that. And that's some of the work that we tapped into a little bit that the other night in in the Purposeful and Powerful Man webinar that you were a part of. And and it was cool to see. Like At one point, I saw your face, and I was like, Ed, what are you thinking, man? What are you thinking? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it was just really cool because when we look at that, your purpose, your purpose has always been in you. Your purpose has always been there. And when we look back through our lives and we really get down to it and start defining why do I make choices the way I make them? And when you look back through your life, it's there. And all of the good times, it's always been there. Yeah. In all of the bad times, you haven't been filling it up. It, it wasn't there. And, and in order to get to that point, for me to be able to, I, th- I think in my life, I had to go through that moment in order to be able to help help men out like I do now. Because if I didn't go through that, I would have been running the same story. Yeah. I would have been being being everybody for everyone else and nothing for myself. That's that, right. That's,
0: that's where I was. We, we all kind of get into that squirrel cage and yeah. sometimes <laughs> That's a good one <laughs> it, it really gets dizzy and you don't know how to get off so yeah. the it, the way you brought the simplistic nature of bringing that out the simple things that i always knew but yeah. i couldn't identify with correct that was very unique and it's something special and I mean, you don't want to stop thinking when you get into those sessions because, like you said, you looked at me and I was thinking, how can this be that simple? It's like, (laughs) no way. I've struggled way too long (laughs) with so much. This can't be this simple. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's unique, the system you're using, and it's going to help a lot of men. Uh, How new is this, Clay?
1: Uh, For me, it was five years ago. I I went through it when I was five years ago. So it's, it's pretty new, you know, and, and then I developed it. So I went through my change at 35, I had to break down. I worked my ass off and was able to, you know, do a little bit of what we did the other day. And that, that purposeful and powerful man webinar, I was able to do that and define my purpose at 36. Now that was a little tiny taste of what we do to break that down, but it was a whole year, about a year and a half that I had to go through. And, and that process was me going to the shit I didn't want to deal with. Because that's what men do. We yeah. shove it back and we, we can we can quarter things off and, and put <laughs> right. we shove it, in, the, we shove it back in that, what yeah. I call the shadow. Yeah. Because we don't want to deal with it. Listen, I didn't want to deal with my anxiety. I didn't want to deal with my anger. I didn't want to, and now anger, when I talk about it was, anger wasn't that I was mean and malicious to other people. Anger was just – I built up a lot of energy, and if you press my button, I'd be like, Rah! you know, yeah. like, and go smack – go outside. And I, like, I would go outside and smash – like, I still go smash some shit because it's fun to smash shit. But – and I don't see anything wrong with it. But I would be snippy with people. Like, I would do this, or I would I would say what was in my mind instead of actually thinking, like, okay, am I being – like, is something being productive or am I just being a dick? Like, that's really what it was. So the anger for me wasn't, like, that rage part i never had that but it was that anger where you pressed it i went from zero to four thousand i didn't like that uh i went into oh, yeah. shame i went into fear 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 of success not necessarily fear i don't care about failing like i'll fail as i'll fail 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 and learn every time which means it's a success but my fear was shit just like the brotherhood like my goal is to is is to bring a, have a hundred thousand men living purposeful and purpose-infused lives like that's my goal like so the, the question is, is like, for me, the scary part is like, well, shit, what if that happens? <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> like, fuck, what if it, what yeah. if it happens? You know, yeah. like I was driving up the when, when this, when, okay, let me, let me start here. So I started going through what I went through. I did that change. I was putting, I was putting it out on Facebook. One of my buddies that I grew up with played baseball. Our families know each other. He contacted me and said, play, man, I'm going through some shit right now. I've seen you change can you help me? And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but sure. Like I'll help you. Like, and all I thought to do was just do what you did. Like just take him through the process as what you did. So I did that. And we took, it was probably four or five months to walk him through what I went through. And I narrowed it down, got very specific with it. And that's kind of real, the coaching part came in is saying, hey man, I can really help men. And until this day, James is, James can come to anything and everything. You know, he doesn't participate. He's not a part of of the brotherhood. He was like that first one, but he can participate in anything. If he wants to show up for a bro because he started this whole journey for myself in a coaching. So he has free access to everything. So (laughs) because he started it all, but, and I'm so grateful that, he challenged me to be better and to help him and to really narrow down. What did I do? You know, what did I go through to do that? Because it's helped a lot of other men define their purpose and really know how can I infuse this into everything that I do with my life. And, you know, we had our brotherhood, our first brotherhood retreat uh, about a month ago at the beginning of October. It was awesome. James showed up and he's still talking about his purpose. You know, everything that he does in his life is about faith, family, and legacy. You know, and those are his three, you know, he's all about faith, family legacy, but we helped him break that down. You know, we talked about yours the other day was giving truthful and change, you know, and that's powerful. Like when we look back at mine mind is own my shit, love my story and live with purpose. Like that's, that's where your life comes down to two to three things. That's what you make your major decisions in your life. Everything you've done in your whole life is down to really two to three things, yeah, I just have a process that we can break that down. Why? Because I've done it. I'm not saying I'm anything special or anything. Like I'm the purposeful, you know, purpose guru or whatever. I'm just, no, I did the shit. I went through it and I know what it takes to go
0: through it. And it sucks. And that's experience. why I didn't want to
1: do it. Yeah.
0: Experience. <laughs> yeah. And and that's why you're yeah. so valuable, Clay, yeah. because a lot of us try, but if you're not successful, and we yeah. all have to define the success in our lives, but getting it narrowed down where it makes sense to us—that's mm-hmm. the hard part. Because Correct, absolutely. Even even though we are men, we still can spin on things. Oh, we just God,
1: we make things so fucking complicated. It's not even <laughs> funny, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and we say women do that, you know. But uh, yeah, really, no, no, we're worse at it. Yeah, we we really are thinkers and we try to make action out of it and if we don't get action out of our thought we get frustrated yeah absolutely and and that can really bring a lot of different feelings and issues into our life correct yeah how do we deal with toxic masculinity in the world you know we hear a lot about it i don't like the word toxic Mm -hmm. masculinity but you know i obviously am aware there's this vile sense of manhood and mm-hmm. we kind of have to figure out how to live as men to get rid yeah. of that persona
1: correct uh, how do we deal with toxic masculinity we don't because it's a bullshit term <laughs> that's how that's how we don't and the reason why it's bullshit is because masculinity isn't toxic a person can have toxic habits and choices i like that. but masculinity itself is not toxic just like femininity okay. I would never say toxic femininity. No, there's there's fe- there's females who have toxic behaviors and choices. Yes. That that's what it is. So when you look at it, people choose to do bad stuff. Right. Man or female doesn't matter. Like but so there is not there's no such thing. It's a bullshit term toxic masculinity and it was utilized and and coined in there to create division all that kind that's of right. It's the same stuff we see in our society now. It's a bunch of noise, it's a bunch of bullshit. Here's the thing. Every single person in this planet who is a human is different. And that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. The problem is we've gotten away and we've tried to clump everybody in the same damn hole. We're not in the same hole. That's why as a coach, as a purpose-infused brother, none of the brothers in our brotherhood would ever tell you who to be because that's not up for us. That's not for us to decide. Here's what we will do. I'll help you stay accountable to who you said you were going to be. I'll help you take ownership of who you want to be and who you said you were going to be. That's what I'm here for. How do we do that? Well, you got to figure out who you are first. You can't go, you can't be like, Hey, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, or, you know, Hey, I want to be a good dad. Why I want to be a good husband. Why I want to be a good person. Why? Like, where does it all come back to? There's a reason underlying reason. And again, whatever your spiritual belief is, whatever mine is, I don't, I don't care. You believe p- pigs control the universe. Sure. Whatever. Just own it. <laughs> you know That's what I mean? Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Just own it. Um, right. But for me, too many things have happened in my life for me. To, Cause I was, I didn't believe in God before. I believe there's something out there. I don't know what it is. I'll find out when I'm dead. I have my own theories and ideas, but I believe the energy of the universe. There's way too much going on that has happened in my life. That can't be coincidences. Um, and what I believe is that we were all, we were all, we're here for a reason. That's what I do believe. And at the end of the day, and, and I don't know if you listen to Ed Mylett at all. Um, and, and if read the, the book max out to highly recommend it if, uh, if your listeners haven't, um, but he talks about in there, like when I die, I want to go to the gates and this is his perspective. this is kind of like, when he said this, I'm like, wow, this makes a lot of sense. When I die and I go to the gates, outside of the gates is going to be standing a man. And that man is going to be the version of the best version of what I was meant to be. And I don't want to walk up to, and he says, I don't want to walk up to that person and not recognize who he is. So I'm going to take the time in my life here to do as much as I can so that when I get to there, I can recognize. But I took it a step further. I was actually on with one of our brothers. Luke West was a podcaster, uh, awesome guy. He's from Canada and it's, and it's great. He's one of our brothers as well. And I was on this episode and we were talking about this. I said, No, wait, no, way, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch this up a little bit. Listen, I don't want to just walk up to that guy and be like, hey, I recognize you. I want to know that guy. I want to feel that guy. I want to put my arms around that guy and just be like, dude, give him a big hug be like, dude, I love you. And I want him to put his hands on my shoulders, push me back a little bit, look me straight in the eyes and be like, Man, I love you too. Welcome home. Thank you for doing what you was necessary to be the best version of you yeah and that's why i push so hard to do that and get men and, and even women like yeah i coach men but it's also for women too like like i'm here to say women go be your best version of yourself know exactly who you are and go out and kick ass every day because listen when women get better men get better that's right and when when men get better women get better that's right
0: and i just own I, your shit
1: yeah own your shit <laughs> that, i just haven't gone takes. I just haven't gone through things that women go through. So I can't, I can't, yeah. I, I don't, I don't feel like I have the qualities to help you out when it comes right. to those things. You know, I, we can have great conversation, have great conversations with women all the time, you know, just about the things and going deep and stuff like that. And, but at the same time, like I, co- I coach men because that's where I'm at. And I think that is for me, the greatest place where I can serve. Yeah. Uh, and that's important to me.
0: Well, that's very important, Clay. And I respect You for doing what you're doing. Many, many years ago, my wife and I, we sought out some counseling, and the counselor shared a tape of this gentleman called Gary Smalley. And he pointed out boundaries, and men and women are Mm. different. These are very critical in our life when we know how to set proper boundaries. And adhere to them. Know how yes. to say no when you mean no. Yeah. Uh, so setting boundaries is the most important thing in mm-hmm. our life. Knowing that men and women think differently, and we are different creatures, is very important when we talk about relationship between man and woman. Mm-hmm. But as brothers. We need to have a good relationship without Mm -hmm. all of this, you know, I'm better, I'm bigger, I'm, you know.
1: Comparison.
0: (laughs) Comparison. Yeah. So the purpose of your project is kind of to allow individuals to identify those things within them and relieve themselves and understand there's people here for them. Because that's important in our life. Uh, yeah. this brotherhood absolutely that you're promoting absolutely it, the comparison game sucks you're it's
1: always a lose like you're just you're just gonna lose it be, and here's the reason why and, and i want you i want your listener to be very clear with this the reason why the comparison game you will always lose is because you're not them that's right it's the whole thing you're not them so stop trying to be them like don't be your dad don't be your mom don't be this don't be like don't be, don't be that stuff. You just be you. That's it. And, and that's one of the things about the brotherhood is, is I don't, I don't, I like, I'm a coach, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you what to do. Like, I'm not going to tell you who to be. I have, I have outlined an eight week process that it will help you be able to dive into who you are. Like that's the initiation process to get into the brotherhood. It's about you. It's not about me. Cause that's guess right. what? I could sit here and say, Hey, do this and do this and do this. But if that isn't you, who gives a shit? Like you just wasted your time and your money. Like yeah. don't yeah. invest in it. You know what I mean? Don't invest it. But it, this is about you. This is about what you want with your life. It's about aligning who you are to the life that you actually really want to live. One of the things that we talk about all the time in, in, in our brotherhood sessions that comes up, I mean, probably if we talk about, we have a session every single week um, that we get together with our brothers. We have two different meetings, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. You can join each one, but a, each meeting is, is different people but the boundaries always come up at least twice, a, twice a month. I mean, we're talking about four weeks. So half of the time we're talking about boundaries. And the reason why boundaries is so important is you said it right there is when you're talking is you said, Hey, we can set boundaries, but do we keep them? And that's at work. That's at home. Think about, think about one of the biggest frustrations that guys come to me with is the work-life balance. Now I don't agree balance works, but that's what we call, that's what we say, you know, things like that. But, And the biggest factor in work-life balance is we feel like we don't have any time. Yeah, like that's the biggest thing. I feel like I got so much shit to do. I don't have any time to do it. Like why? But where are your priorities at? Where are your boundaries at? Like for me, with like I'm also a seventh. I teach seventh grade math right now uh, as a school teacher in Pennsylvania, and also do run the Purpose Infused Brotherhood. I got a lot of things going on, but I prioritize to where that my time and my boundary for school is at school. I ain't doing shit when I come home with school. So (laughs) that's it. It's done. Why? Because I have so much more need here for men to help men and my family, but my family comes first. Same thing with business. You know, it's like my family comes first, you know, And, and that's where, that's where I have to make sure that no matter what I do, just like you and I talking here, like it helps me own myself, love my story and live with purpose. And it helps you, And your listeners do the same thing. If it didn't, I wouldn't do it. And that's what my life revolves around. It's those three things. If it does those three things, I'm cool. If it doesn't, why? Because when I fill those three things up in my life and I've looked back over my life, I've done a work to literally look back the 30, the at that time it was 30, 36 years of my life. When I discovered, when I wrote down and defined my purpose all those 40, every time that something great happened in my life, I was in those three things. I never knew it. I had no clue, but I was owning myself, loving my story and living with purpose and helping other people do that. As an athlete, I was the leader on the field. I was the first one off and the, in the la- I was the first one on and the last one off. I worked like, what it wasn't anybody were outworking me. Even yeah. as a high school baseball coach, you know, I went out in the field and co- when I would go out and practice and stuff with them. they're like, coach. Why always go? Why why always go so hard? I'm like, cause I'm on the field. I don't. I don't. I don't give less than hundred percent, man. And that's what I expect you to do too. So you either going to do it or you can leave my field. You <laughs> They're like, let's do it, and I'm like, yeah, because that's that's just the way I believe it. Should, but that's owning myself. If I didn't, that's nobody else's fault for me not giving hundred percent, but me. Yeah, you know, and that's where the own your shit comes into comes into play. Love your story. Man, as as a as a captain, as a as a team player, like it was never about me, you know. It was it was always about the team. It was always building that story, like, "Yo, guys, listen, here's what we did. Here's what we're gonna do, guys. We're gonna go out today, and this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna pounce it like the football. Like we're gonna smash the people's fucking faces in. We're gonna point at them. We're gonna run that ball right over their face. Like, you know, it's all these things and building. Here's what we're gonna do next. It was always about bringing that tour, uh, team together and loving. Loving the story of who we were and what we were creating, and then living with purpose is getting every one of those people to say, Hey, you know what? I'm an individual on this team, but I'm part of the team. And that's a crazy thing about, especially like baseball. We've had this discussion as as a high school baseball coach many times. It's like, Yes, you're an individual, but you're also part of the team. And if you don't know who you are, you ain't helping nobody else out on a team. So you got to know who you are. You got to know who you are. And that's why I always say, you got to lead one to lead many. And that one is yourself. Yes. If you ain't leading yourself, you ain't lead nobody else.
0: That's right. Yeah. So, you know, part of that. Owning up to your shit is big. <laughs> you know, sometimes we want to do a lot of stuff and sometimes we overbook ourselves. Mm-hmm. And the other night during your. Uh, uh, webinar that was an extremely busy day for me Four four appointments back to back all day long going. And I didn't think I could do it, but you know, I owned up to my shit yeah. and I made sure I made sure I was attentive to the appointments yes. that I made. You're right. And now that's very important when we make an appointment, we don't, slack it off we don't push it aside we address it if we're not Mm -hmm. going to make that appointment give proper communication to the fellow person that you made that appointment with Mm -hmm. how do we that's just saying accountable to you yes yes (laughs) how do we change that in ourselves to be that accountable and own up Mm -hmm. to that and make sure that we are respectful enough to ourselves to know that.
1: Yes. That you just said it right there. Like it's taking accountability for all of you. It's taking ownership. I, I love Jocko Willing extreme ownership. And yeah. that's the first, the first two weeks is in the, per- in, in the initiation program. The first it's three phases. Phase one is bring death to the old self. And the reason why I named it bring death to the old self, because that's what we want to do like we want to burn the shit down. Yeah. You know, our, our, our logo is the Phoenix. What's the Phoenix do? It burns itself down. Now the ashes of its old self becomes a new, better self. And that's what we're going to do. So the first two weeks, it's about burning yourself down, like burning all the shit down. Like we don't, we don't want the old self. We're coming a new purpose infused man, uh, a bigger, better, better self. And the reason why we do that is because we, you have to go own everything about yourself. It's just extreme ownership. You right now, Ed, and every listener that's listening to this, and myself, we are exactly where we are at in our life because of the choices we have made. That's period. Right. You that's can't right. argue with me on that. People try to. Well, Clay, you don't understand. I was like, you know, I don't understand. And guess what? I don't have to because it's not my story. It's yours. That's right. And they're like, oh shit. I'm like, yeah, I don't (laughs) have to understand your story. Yeah. I got to understand my story, but here's the thing. Like I used to be the blame guy. I used to be the victim. I used to be like, well, this happened and this happened. Yeah. This, listen, I'm, I'm divorced twice. I have my first child's with my first wife, my second child's with my second wife. And we're a blended family of three. So we have three other adults we have to deal with, with, with custody. It's a, It's a rick and you know what I mean, but (laughs) there's things that have happened along the way that I was a blamer. But the problem is, is I chose to be in relationships with those people, and I chose to have kids with those people. So ultimately, it's my fault. I put myself in the situation. You know, (laughs) like that's That's the way it was. Like, and I used to be like, ah, this and that, and it because look, listen, I'll just be dead honest here because this is Dead America podcast. I'll be dead honest and say the court system because I have a penis between my legs sucks for a man and a father. I had to fight. For custody. Yeah. I had to fight for 50, 50, I have 50, 50 custody of my kids, but I had to fight like hell for it. And, yeah. and, and, you know, there's one point in time, like I was living off a hundred, $178 a month Yeah. and I was working two jobs. I was a full-time teacher and I was working another job and I was still at like 179 bucks a month. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or, sorry, nine, sorry, not a dollars a month. That's what I was living on paid yeah. rent, car, all that kind of stuff. Like yeah. it sucked. Yeah. I played the blame game a little, but I had to really understand that even in that situation, even though it sucked and other people did make choices that kind of led to that, I still ultimately had to take ultimate responsibility because I was the one who had kids, like chose to be in a relationship, have kids with these people. That's right. Marry them. Like it's on me. And that's when, when, John Maxwell always says you're, you're born twice in your life. The day you came from the womb and the second day is the day you take ultimate and pure responsibility for every choice that you have made in your life. And it's like, I just decided to take it. And I think that's one of the things like what you're saying is we are as men, because we want to, we're fixers, we're doers, we're providers, we're protectors. What we will do is we will sacrifice ourselves first for the sake of everyone else. And so we'll, we'll be accountable to everybody else, but we'll, ne- we won't be accountable to ourselves. Like we're the first one we'll say, nah, no, I won't be accountable to myself. No, no, no. That's why I like, like the brotherhood, like, dude, that's your time. That is your time. Tuesday night, Eastern standard time, eight to nine fifteen. That is your time to make you better. That's your time to have conversations with other men who've gone through the same shit you've gone through, who have dealt with stuff you, you can talk to who will help you stay accountable to yourself. That's your time. That's my time. I mean, I coach, I, I'm the coach here, but dude, like that's my time. That's my wow. time. I grow. That's my time for me. Yeah. And people are like, no, you're selfish for taking your, t-. like, no, 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 no. When I'm better, everyone around me is better. That's you got to right. lead one to lead many. And, and people don't get that. Like yeah. we've lost that. And I'm saying every single individual person, you should have a group. You should, if it's not the brotherhood, go find another group. You know what I mean? Women, you need to have a group. You need to talk with other women. about the shit that you go through and that you deal with, especially in this day and age when all this damn noise is around. Yeah. Like it's time to cut the damn noise out. It, get out. Like I'm tired of that shit. Like I'm just yeah. fed up with it. Like it's done. It's over with. Cool. Blah blah blah. You want to talk noise? Go stand over in a corner over there and talk noise. I'm gonna go kick some ass. And I'm going to help other men do the same thing. So that's just kind of where, but you got to take ownership of yourself in order to be able
0: to do that. Yeah, and that's so true. And being truthful with yourself is the number one thing. Truth will always set you free, but everybody's always afraid of that truth because (laughs) Because I was an ugly ugly person. I did not like myself and I didn't even like to look at what I was about. So being truthful mm-hmm. and setting a plan saying I'm gonna baby step out of here and try to yeah. clean the mud off. It's it's really yep. easy to do once you say enough is enough. Yeah. And really, I think that's the thing. We all come to that point in life where we say, no more. Yeah, I'm, no more. I'm gonna do this or I'm gonna die. It's yeah. enough. Yeah. So, yeah. How did you bring this all into a podcast, Clay? Because the uh, f- podcast is excellent.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And, and that was just from, I created the Brotherhood first and it came out of that to make sure you know we can expand out from the conversations that we have in the Brotherhood. We can expand that out to other people who want to listen. So it gives an opportunity for people who are not necessarily part of the Brotherhood to kind of participate in that. I also have like a Facebook group as well that people participate in that aren't part of the brotherhood as well. Um, But it gives them that interaction. And if ever they want to become part of the brotherhood and have that more in-depth piece, I'm always open to talk to that and talk about that and have them experience that as well. So, but like, that's really what it was is give people an outlet to be able to have the conversations um, that need to be had, you know, just like, like you're having with dead America is having the conversations that we actually really need to have (laughs) instead of having some bullshit conversation. You know, that's that's the thing about man. you know, especially successful men, they want to have conversations other than your buddy conversations. But when you talk to your buddies or some of some of you guys might be out here like me, like I would try to, I'd say something to my buddy and they just look at me like, okay, cool. Like, all right. Or like something I was struggling with and they'd be like, uh, Hey, what's going on with the football game over here? You know, like, yeah. And I'm like, I actually wanted to talk to you about something. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. So we have that, you you might be feeling that, you know, but I had, I had to realize like I needed something more than just that piece. That piece is great. I love that piece, like talking, you know, talking track, picking on my buddy, stuff like that, you know, talking football, like I can talk sports all day, but the problem is, is like, I wanted something more too, and I didn't have a space for that. So that's also why I created the podcast and the brotherhood and the Facebook group. So that guys did have a space that they can come and actually be themselves uh, and just be real. Um, and that's the coolest thing we have, you know, guys that came in from all around the country, uh, to our re- brotherhood retreat that we had. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a play. The biggest thing is like, we came in as, came in as friends because we never met face and we left as family, like absolute yeah. family. Like, yeah. and it was so cool because everybody was just themselves. Like there was nothing, nothing going on. You know what I mean? Like nobody had to be somebody different like yeah. we didn't have to put a facade on we could have conversation like we we joked around we played we played guitar sang around the campfire i actually sang in front of people uh that was <laughs> different um i don't know how it was they recorded me i'm like you sons of bitches you
0: recorded me but
1: <laughs> but uh we got to get that we, tape,
0: Clay.
1: <laughs> David has that tape. Uh, but no, you know, we, we came in and we could just be our authentic self. There was nothing about it. It was just, we were just being ourselves. I was actually, you know, for me with anxiety and stuff like that, I was actually be able to express that, you know, I was feeling anxiety, you know, and we were, had a great conversation about that, you know, some different things that throw me off and stuff like that. But I come back and, and we had an amazing, awesome weekend. Um, And it, it was just super cool. Um. Just because the the retreat is something we just want to get together each year and just just enjoy each other's company, um, and that's what it's about. And um, you know it, we see each other each week, but man, just to have that, just to put my arms around some of these guys and be like, dude, man, I love you. Like yeah. that's uh, like it's just an awesome feeling, and and that's cool. Like we when we sign off and stuff like that, and might be, we tell other guys like, hey, man, I love you because I do like, it's important. Yeah. Like I have that love for these guys that are, it's important. And people are like, Oh, how do you say that? <laughs> and, I'm yeah. Like, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. no, yeah. man, we've built that. That's what we have built. We battled together. We have built together. We have bonded together. Uh, and that's what occurs. And that's, that's why it's a brotherhood and not just something else.
0: Yeah. Even, even the uh, toughest man cries sometimes <laughs> just the other day. I think it was yesterday. I posted on Facebook, you know, I, I pulled up a Facebook post from a gal with cancer and I've been following her for a while. Nightbird, Mm -hmm. you know, she sung on American got talent Mm, Yeah, and uh, just her sheer will and love of life. Yeah. It it teared me up, man. I I had to say, wow, that's heavy, you know, and I'm not ashamed of that. You know, I, I, taken a beating and i've given a beating i'm not afraid of any man and i'm not weak but men can cry and Mm -hmm. it will really help you identify with who you truly are yeah because those feelings that we try to repress those tears sometimes they need (laughs) to come out and if they don't come out in the proper way they're going to come out this way and yep that gets heavy, man. And that gets expensive. So oh yeah, we really want to find people that we can release with that are trusting and willing to Mm -hmm. enter our world and understand who and what we truly are and what we have to become. Absolutely. Mentorship. It's very critical. Huge. What you're doing, people need to get involved with clay. How can they reach out to you, get involved with you?
1: You can uh, get to be at Clay at uh, Purpose Infused Brotherhood if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, hey, you know, I want details. Just Clay at PurposeInfusedBrotherhood.com. I'll get back to you and we'll set up a time to chat. You can go to PurposeInfusedBrotherhood.com. Um, you can go to any social media on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook to Purpose Infused Brotherhood, just type it in there. Uh, the podcast is Purpose Infused Brotherhood. Uh, and also, if you go to buildbattlebond.com, I have the top seven ways to get out of the work-life balance rut. So that gives you, if you're feeling like that work-life balance kind of thing is like all messed up right now, buildbattlebond.com gives you a video and it gives you also a PDF uh, that you can kind of walk through and stuff like that, step you through to some action steps right away that you can kind of go through for, for dealing with that. Because that's the number one thing guys come to me with. Like, dude, I just feel like, Shits everywhere. Or the second thing is like, listen, I want a community of men I can actually be myself with, and have these conversations, that I know need to come on. And I really want to live with purpose. And uh, those are those are the two big things that come: work-life balance, and really that group of men and purpose. Um, so you can get a hold me at any of those times. Uh, I'm cool. I'm open. And uh, you know what I mean? Like I just I'm just going to be me, and I want you to be you and the best version of you, so that you can impact yourself your family your career and your community and blossom where you're planted. that we have guys all around the world just kicking ass and being good people man and get rid of this fucking noise yes getting rid of the noise from the last two years that shit's done with yeah be purposeful and powerful man
0: get out and get some power done people that's for sure clay do you have a call to action for our listeners
1: Absolutely, man. Uh, e, e, here's what I'm going to say with the conversation. If you like the conversation that we had today and talking about what we do, here's what I want you to do I want you to email me, Clay at Purpose Infused Brotherhood, and just say, Hey, I want to know information about the Brotherhood. That's really what I want you to do. Take action today. It's for you because when, as a, as, as a man or even a woman, find a group. But if you're a man, at Clay at Purpose infused I want some information. We'll sit down and chat. I'll walk you through the information if it's cool and it's going to be valuable to you. Awesome. Let's do it. If it's not, you don't find value That's awesome too. And we're going to have a great conversation either way.
0: That's powerful. And clay is the hero when it comes to bringing your intuition to the paper Mm -hmm. and you know what you're going to get into it's power. Clay, thank you so much for being with us on the dead America podcast. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you, Ed, for what you do. Thank you for what you do.